Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in to Beauty Talk. I'm excited about tonight's show. Um, just want to remind everyone, if you have a comment or a question, please call us at 914-803-4399. Again, that's 914-803-4399. I'm going to turn it over to Denise for some beauty news. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. Um, don't forget, um, again, as Janice stated, the call-in number is 914-803-4399. And if you're sitting on the line and you want to speak, please uh, press the number 1 to speak so that we can see your hand being raised and uh, we'll know that you want to uh, ask a question or, or make a comment. Uh, PBA, the Professional Beauty Association, has its perks. Join PBA and receive 50% off admission to IBS New York, which takes place March 4th through the 6th of this year at the Jacob Javits Center in New York City. For more information on IBS as well as PBA and how to join, you can visit probeauty.org. Let's see. I think I'm hearing some. Am I loud enough for you all? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Okay, I just I could hear myself talking back, so I just wanted to make sure. Okay, uh, the Powder Group presents Makeup One O One O One. The Powder Group's Makeup One O One program will set you for a deep and focused understanding of our industry, uh, your craft, and you as an artist. Not just for new artists, Makeup One O One takes you beneath your process and guides you from the basics and beyond to a new, more focused way of thinking about your work. In an industry that is inundated with more and more makeup artists every year, and at a time when makeup artists have taken, taken on varied meanings due to an influx of social media artists and influencers joining our industry, standing out from the pack is more important than ever. Makeup 101 is the program that separates facts from fiction and gets you to an elevated place in your artistry, technique, career, and the overall art of being a strong, working makeup artist today. The uh, Powder Group is pleased to announce their next session of Makeup 101 on July 16th through the 18th, 2018, for three inspiring and informative days of industry, insight, technique, product, and artistry, led by the Powder Group's Director of Artistry and Rebel and Outlaws founder, uh, James Vincent, along with Bethany Towns. From a review of of our industry today and an in-depth color theory development, to an intensive study of beauty makeup and developing a deep understanding and working in HD and photography, 
This is the most intensive makeup program from the Potter Group to date. Makeup one-on-one is not only an amazing way to get your start in truly understanding the process in the world of professional makeup artists, but it's a great way to rethink, regroup, and rework your artistry for those who have already been working in the industry who want to move their artistry to the next level. For hairstylists or those in other areas of the industry, this program is an incredible way to start or top up your knowledge of the art of makeup. Uh, makeup one-on-one is produced by the Powder Group, as, as I've mentioned before, and sponsored by Makeup Forever, uh, Delium Tools, Scandinavia, the Makeup Light, Temp2, Cosmetics, and Center Cosmetics. This three-day event will elevate your understanding of all things makeup artistry like no other program in the industry can. So don't miss uh, your only opportunity in 2018 to, partic- to participate in the, um, in the Powder Group's most popular core artistry development program. So for a program outline and over- overview, you can visit thepowdergroup.com. Again, that's thepowdergroup.com. And again, Makeup 101 takes place Monday, July 16th through Wednesday, July 18th, 2018 in New York City. And for those of you who missed last week's show uh, with makeup artist Kim Lee, please go back and check out that show. Um, you can check it out by visiting blogtalkradio.com forward slash beauty talk with illusions. Again, it's blogtalkradio.com forward slash beauty talk with illusions. And just check out um, the archive show with Kim Lee, and you can check out all of our, uh, I think, over 400 shows that we have um, from our 10-year experience here on Beauty Talk, so you can check out any of those shows as well. And I'm going to post that link on Twitter um, a little bit later. And our question for the evening for tonight uh, for tonight's show, and we'll be talking about this a little bit later with our guests, but what excites you about makeup? What is like, excites you about the makeup industry? And that's it for my mm-hmm. All right, thanks. You know, I think one of the things that excites me is that. Then why are you going to answer you know, the question now? See, I said we're going to talk about this oh, later. I mean, okay, all right, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say, you know, tell my answer now, okay. but we'll talk about it later. Go ahead. Talk about go ahead. Later. Go ahead. No, no, that's quite all right. I think I see J.K. Hunter on the line. I'm not sure. I think that's her. Um, but we're going to. Um, Get started with our guests. How about that? And then we can address that question later, like you said. All right. (laughs) Okay. Everyone, please welcome George McKinney to the show. Hey, George. Oh, my God. Hello. Thank you so much. What an amazing (laughs) opportunity. To me, tonight is better than the All-Star Game in my eyes because I'm on the the All-Star Game version of Makeup radio, so this is amazing to me. Like I feel like okay. I'm representing the East, and it's getting ready to go down. Okay, George, but George, you got to answer this question though. Are you Team Janice? Or are you Team Denise? Which one, Team Janice or Team Denise? I, I am Team both of you guys because guess what? That's a symmetry that you can never break. So I am Team JD. That's what all I'm right. We like, we, like <laughs> we like that. We like that. I am Team JD, honey. I can't separate you two because that's a that's a separation that will never ever ever happen. So, <laughs> well, you're right about that. Well, thank you so much, 
again for that, George. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we're excited, um, one, to have you on. And like my sister mentioned, this is our, uh, this year is our 10th year anniversary. So we're trying to go back and grab some of those people that we haven't had on the show before. And so we're excited to have you on and just ready to jump right into the conversation. So can you first start off by, um, you know, just introducing to our listening audience and introducing yourself rather to our listening audience and just Tell us a little bit about how you got started as a makeup artist. Oh, wonderful. Um, my name is George McKinney. Um, it is official George McKinney on Instagram, if you don't know. Um, for those who want to seek me out, um, I am a Detroit-based um, makeup artist, um, and I work with all facets of people in the industry, uh, mainly gospel. Um, I've been in the industry Professionally, um, well, in the industry, 20 years, but professionally, 12 years, uh, meaning professionally, when I first got my first big pay gig, that's when I felt like I was a celebrity makeup artist. When I got, um, what is that word I'm looking for, a um, lord, a, you know, a paid, um, a paid job for 12 years, and so... Um, I've worked on a lot of things over the years. I've worked with a lot of people. Being here in Detroit way before the social media race, you know, the social media craze. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just, it's, I'm just, first of all, listeners, I'm just like on cloud nine. I'm so nervous because I'm, you know, I'm talking to the sisters that I've been watching for so many years, so I'm a little tongue-tied tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so nervous. Y'all have no idea. Like you guys are my heroes. Oh please don't oh. be nervous. Oh my goodness, don't be nervous at all. We just gonna but, um, have I'm, no. I'm, it's just gonna be. It's just gonna be just like sitting back having a regular old conversation. Uh, so don't be nervous at all. Um, well, okay. So you said you professionally. You know, once you got that first paid gig, you've been doing it for 12 years, but in the industry for 20 years. Yes. What was yes. your what was your work experiences like those years that before you got that big paid gig? Well, okay, so there was a makeup artist here in Detroit by the name of Ron Marable. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Ron. Ron Marable. No. no. Ron Marable, I'm I'm about to blow your mind. Ron Marable was um, head of Fashion Fair back in the 80s, and he was the makeup artist that named all of the colors, Bronze, Blaze, Glow, and all of those colors, and he lived in Detroit. He was like the Mm -hmm. head of Fashion Fair back in those days. And um, the first thing um, I asked him, because he was my sister's next-door neighbor, I was just so fascinated by, you know, him traveling all the world, around the world, doing Lena Horne and Diane Carroll and all of the old glamour divas back in the day, um, you know, how to get started. And his first thing was, the greatest classroom is the mall. And so I started out in the mall. Let me tell you how I started out. I had no experience, guys, none whatsoever. And I went and I said, okay, um, at the time, I was in college. I was waiting tables. Believe it or not, I wanted to be a mortician. That's what I was in college for. Mm. And I said, okay. okay, I said, okay, well, this is not going to, um, I don't know. You know, I just, I think I wanted back then, um, 
experience, like, I really wanted to, like, work with celebrities and just be in the limelight, you know. And so I said, okay, well, being a mortician, I'm going to be in the basement. This is going to be boring. And so I took a chance, and I went to um, the mall. And when I walked to the mall, I went to go fill out a job application application um, at, at, well, it was Hudson's then, but it's Macy's now. And the mm-hmm. lady asked me, um, she said, um, do you have any experience? And do you know I took my scarf and threw it to the back, and I said, actually, I do. <laughs> and I said, Christian Dior in Europe, and, and I'm just telling this big fib, but let me tell you, I actually got the job. They didn't even know if I didn't have no experience. <laughs> and I actually got the job. I actually got the job, believe it you or not. Said you said you turned um, that scarf around to the back? I threw my scarf to the back, and I said, yes, I do have experience. I just moved back from Paris, France. Like, I gave them all of that. And I sold the lady so good. But let me tell you, when we did that makeup demonstration, she, you, her face looked like she had just seen a horror film because I jacked that lady up so bad. I did not know what I was doing. And oh I God. think she oh kind of knew it, but the – it that something, but the beauty was she saw something in me, and she said, you know what, I wasn't going to hire you, but you know what, you have a lot of personality, and I, I know what I can do with you. And she mm. gave me the job, and that's how everything started. She worked with me. She taught me customer service. She taught me cleanliness just at the mall, and she told me, you know, when I talked to Ron, he told me, I, after I, first of all, let me bag up. So after I got the job, I immediately called Ron, and I told him, I said, hey, Ron, I got the job. And he said, good. He said, your first day of work, he said, grab everybody that you see and practice, practice, practice. And he said, while you practice, make sure you sell because you're still at work. You got a job. Right. (laughs) So I was grabbing everybody I could for those first six months. Within six months, I had gained so much knowledge about skin tones and just, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm one of those people that I can do anything. I can watch you do something, and I can, you know, not duplicate it like you because can no one duplicate it like you, but I'm just that type of person where I can watch and see and study th- different things. And, um, you know, that's how I, you know, started gaining steam as far as the industry, and I started learning, you know, new things because I had no clue on what I was doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's you so, it till you um, make it. What'd you say? Take it till you make it. I didn't hear you. I said fake it until you make it. Oh, yeah, you got to fake it until you make it, and that's what I did. <laughs> but nowadays, you know, you can't, you can't do, you listen, you can't do that nowadays, honey. They, the no, girls no, no. It, you know? Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> Too many makeup artists out there. The, oh, it's so many. But just from working in the mall, I got an opportunity not only to work with just one makeup line, I ended up working with several. And it just taught me a lot about just, you know, working with uh, different companies and and just learning different products. Um, The longest um, brand I worked with was MAC Cosmetics, and that was for seven years. And I worked Mm -hmm. with them Mm -hmm. for seven. And Mm -hmm. believe it or not, a lot of people don't know this, but um, Detroit, Michigan, um, actually in the the country – 
um, has the first MAC cosmetics counter here at Somerset Mall was the very first MAC cosmetics counter in America. Oh, wow. And a lot of oh, people wow. don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people thought that it was, you know, in New York or L.A. or, you know, in those um, markets of Chicago. But MAC actually originated um, when they moved down from Toronto, we actually got the first flagship store. Yeah, I was going to say because so, you all are so uh, close, though. Right. Yeah, we're so close. And I remember, yeah. let me tell you this, what was really cool. I remember um, when I was younger, even before I got into the uh, makeup industry, uh, before I grew to knew them, Frank Angelo and Frank Toskin actually would be in the Mac store at Somerset custom making colors for customers, custom making. Because this was back in the day when they were custom making lipsticks. They were doing the foundations and everything. Mm-hmm. And they actually were coming down in the store, working in the store. So that oh, wow. was kind of cool nice. to see. The, like kind of cool to see the creators of Mac kind of work in the store and, you know, to kind of oversee how everything was going. You know what I'm saying? So that was kind of cool. So, um, but um, my first um, major gig, I'll never forget this, um, working in the mall, the very beautiful Dorinda Clark Cole came up to me when I was working at Mac. I had no clue Mm -hmm. who she was. I just knew she was pretty. Love that. And I said, oh, man, you I was, I was like, ma'am, you are so pretty. I was like, sit down and um, let me do your makeup. And she was just like, I ain't got that kind of time. And I was like, but you're so pretty. Let me do your makeup. And um, <laughs> I did her makeup, and she was like, oh, my goodness. This is absolutely amazing. And um, ever since then, you know, we've been, in, um, you know, inseparable. But um, at the time, Dorinda, um, at the time, Dorinda was working on a project, and um, she was using Derek Rutledge as her makeup artist, um, like mm-hmm, for her mm-hmm. CD covers mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And that was before I. Um, that's when I first got a wind of Derek Rutledge because Dorinda told me about Derek Rutledge. But who was actually doing my sister? Um, who actually was doing Dorinda um, was my sister. Believe it or not. And my sister brought me oh, in because wow. I had no clue. I had no clue who she was. I had just did her makeup at the mall, and so my sister mm-hmm. Talia Ashford, who, um, who also is a makeup artist, she's really not my sister, but I say she's my sister because we look exactly alike. So everybody <laughs> say y'all brother and sister. So I think that was God's yeah. seed of me and her. Um, you know, I still I still tell Talia to this day. Um, I, I think that, you know, we related somewhere down the line, you know, because weird things like that happen. But Talia, when I was working at Benefit Cosmetics, Talia worked at MAC across the way from me. And let me tell you, I used to bug her to death. Lord Jesus Christ, she could tell you the stories now. I used to bug her to death about every little thing. What do you use this for? And why do you use this? And why do you put this here? And why is that? And la, 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 la. So, one day, Talia came up to me. She said, what are you doing on Sunday? And I said, nothing. She was like, would you like to go do a project with me? And I said, absolutely. Get to the get to the church. I said, oh, okay. So she said, it's a concert. So, you know, I had no clue who the Clark sisters were. I just was like, okay. You know? George, I didn't think, George, you know, George. I, let me tell y'all. Let me tell you guys. I grew up Catholic. So I hadn't. 
let me tell you, all I had we was did, a we yes. We did too, but we, we look, we did too, but we need a clock, sisters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, you know what? They listen to gospel music, but they listen to like James Cleveland. Mm-hmm. We were used to like listening to like James Cleveland, and and you know. And, and I'm sure they the listen old, to some to, to some Maddie Moss Clark now. You know what? My mom did not. They listened to, like, James Cleveland, and my mother loved Mahalia Jackson. She listened to Mahalia Jackson all the time. So we mm-hmm. we listened to, like, the old and Shirley Caesar. So those were the only gospel mm-hmm. artists that I knew, you know, because of because my mother's a Mississippi girl. So she mm-hmm. listened to those, you know, type of artists. So when I got to the church with Talia, I said to myself, oh, snap. This is the lady that I just did her makeup. Wow, you know. <laughs> and so it was just kind of cool because I didn't really know who she was. But, man, by the end of the night, I was blown away, and that changed my life tremendously because not only did she have a beautiful voice, but her music was just so touching. I had never experienced that. I had never experienced anything right. like that. The most that I got, you know, we, you know, at Catholic Church, you already know this, you know, it's, but I, that was the best nap I took in the back of the church. Don't tell nobody I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you tell nobody I took a nap in the back of the church. <laughs> but I did. But when I got to the but when I got to their church, I said, okay, this is live. This is kind of, I like this. This is kind of dope. <laughs> and so uh, and so from that from that point on I just I was determined. Talia really instilled a lot in me and she re- I just want to mm-hmm. give thanks to her cuz she really is still she's a phenomenal artist and she lives here in Detroit as well. And for a long time we ruled the city. So um before you know the Instagram people came along. We still rule the city. We still, you know, we to go to when you come to Detroit. But um after that Dorinda Clark Cole experience, I really worked hard and I really started doing my research and started, you know, um, you know, just started doing research, going to the library and just learning about different makeup artists and, and, and different makeup techniques and just hearing their stories and um and learning about, you know, the industry, which was really kind of cool, while I was still maintaining my job at the mall. Um, but mm-hmm. my biggest my, my biggest break is when I met Vicki Winan. And Vicki came to the mall, and she used to buy this red lipstick called Flampascacol, which was a gloss all the time. She used to always come in, run real quick. She'd be rhinestone, big hair, diamonds, all this fabulousness at 10 o'clock in the morning. And she'd be like, I need my lipstick, honey. <laughs> And just one day came over, she said, um, you know what, I'm on, I'm in a hurry, I'm about to catch a flight, and I'm not going to have time to get my makeup done. Can you do my makeup? And I said, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. And I did her makeup, and she looked in the mirror, and she said, oh, my goodness. She was like, I've been coming to you all this time just to buy this one lipstick, and I had no idea how good you are. And so um, she went on about her business, and a week later she called me, and she said, uh, she called him to the counter, and she said um, she left her number, and and I when I called her back, she said, hey, I was wondering if I could book you for a music video. And mm-hmm. I said, really? And she said, sure, yes. She said, you did my makeup so good. And I said, okay. 
and so I'm panicking. I had never did a music video before in my life. So I was reading up on it, on everything, you know. Um, I couldn't. Um, I had so much literature. I had bought so much makeup, guys. I couldn't believe it. I was looking in there. I said, Lord Jesus, I have spent my rent on getting this makeup to get this thing right, you know, for this music video. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was her Shake Yourself. And so it was her Shake Yourself Loose video um, that she had um, on her. I forgot the album that she did, but that was like the biggest thing that I had ever seen. I had, you know, as far as because you know she's a whining, so I knew who she was as I, you know. Vicky Winans, so I put two and two together with the Winans. You know, I'm like, well, this must be a sister or a cousin. And then eventually I found out, you know, she was Marvin's <laughs> ex-wife, you know. Right. Um, so, you know, this, all this was new. This was new to me. But um, I just, you know, it was just, I don't know. It's just a beautiful thing, you know. And I just mm-hmm. love the makeup mm-hmm. industry, and I love everything. And um, I just love how... I think God pushed me into working with um, the the faith-based community because I do have mm-hmm. a strong, you know, faith background, and I think that's what really fuels me is to make God's people look good, you know what I'm saying, um, mm-hmm. and just have the passion not only to deliver um, beautiful makeup, but, you know, I think that's what really my passion is. I believe um, God uses me to change lives to make people stronger and make them more beautiful, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Let me go back a little bit. How does an artist become the city's most sought-after artist? You know, how do do you and Talia run the city when it comes to the makeup industry? How does that happen? What what does the artist have to do to, to get to that place? Well, here's the thing. We worked at a popular mall back home. And so we worked in a high-traffic area where people, you know, were, you know, all it takes is one person. But we were constantly in contact with so many people because back then the mall had just got built, just had gotten built. And so it was, you know, the new place to be, the new hangout, and, you know, with MAC and and Benefit Cosmetics and all of those newer companies coming out, people were really curious to know what they were, and they saw me, and I had blonde hair and a loud mouth and a big personality, so they really wanted to come and see who I was. (laughs) Who is this guy with this blonde hair, you know? And so from that, just, you know, because all of the cities, upper echelon, if that makes sense, would come to the counter, judges, lawyers. We had clientele where we had judges, lawyers, news anchors. All of these top people came to the mall to purchase their makeup, you know, and as the years progressed, you know, they, you know, I guess gained confidence in us and started, you know, coming in and say, hey, can you just do my eyes? And they noticed how good we were, and they were like, you know, hey, we need to hire these people outside of the mall, you know what I'm saying? And so by that time, we started getting so much freelance work that we couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. You know, I just, so I, just think that, I just think that some artists needed to, to hear that because, you know, sometimes people live in towns um, where, you know, you don't have all that exciting stuff going on, but 
a need for makeup does exist. And, you know, they're wondering, you know, how can, I'm not going to move to a bigger town like New York or LA. So how can I uh, capitalize on what's going on right here? You know, so a lot of people needed to just know, you know, how do they stand out in their town? I get it. You know, and it's, uh-huh. I'm listening. No, go no, go ahead and finish it. Well, no, that's what I was, you know, just listening to what she was just saying. Oh, and, okay. um, you know, oh. yeah, it's just you just got to have that that drive, that pull in you, you know what I'm saying? Um that that you, you know, you're hungry. I just like to be creative. I'm just that creative person. You know what I'm saying? And I just like to do I just like to make people happy. That's my thing of pleasing people. You know, um and that's you know what drive that's the driving force for me. Mm-hmm. Now, so when I was something that you could, I'm sorry, we're talking all over each other. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'll wait. <laughs> no, I was gonna. You know, I was just gonna ask George if there was something that he could change about. Two kind of two questions in one. If there was something that you could change about the uh, the in the beauty industry, what would it be? And then if there's something that you could change about your path and how you came to um, the career you have today, is there anything that you would change about that? Um, there were um, what I would like to change about the beauty industry is everybody sticking together. I want everybody to quit being against each other. And, um, you know, that's the main thing where, you know, it's such a competitive um, industry that we are in. It is competitive. But um, I want us to kind of stick together, especially with, you know, African-American makeup artists because, you know, it's just so much with this whole social media craze um, there's mm-hmm. so many brutal, um, you know, so much brutalness and, you know, people putting each other against each other. They don't know this is who's, you know, they're tagged your favorite makeup artist. This so-and-so is the best. And then you see these arguments under the, you know, under these um, comment boxes and everything. And I just want us all to stick together and um, stop, um, you know, dumbing down our craft, you know, and quit right. treating it as a hustle. Right. Quit treating right. it as a hustle. Right. And treat it as an actual career because it's an actual career. Like I mm-hmm. had to learn. Hey, I got to answer these emails. Hey, I have to. Um, when I go do a job, I literally have to read the script over and over again to kind of get an idea of what kind of makeup they're looking for and to have an understanding of things. Um, right. You mm-hmm. know. And so, um, I just want us to stop treating it like the next dollar and because tr- it could be a good thing. And it's a beautiful thing because I tell people this all the time when I talk to schools, I tell them um, you can be a multimillionaire being a makeup artist if you do it right, mm-hmm. if, you, mm-hmm. if, you, if you play your cards right. Um, and that's, the, you know, um, that's, you know, one of the things that I would like um, for the the industry to change, um, where I would go back in time, I 
would want to know my worth more because for a long time I didn't realize, I didn't recognize my worth. And right. sometimes when you don't know right. your worth, people take advantage of you. And that's where right. I made my mistake because people will, let me tell you this, in this industry, as a makeup artist, they will step on you. They will try to get a deal. I never knew any of that because I was so happy because my job was just to be a makeup artist. I'm here to do makeup. I'm here to do makeup. But then when you leave the job and you're like, oh, my God, I can't pay a bill, you know, and you're looking at, mm-hmm. wow, these people just got over on me, um, knowing my worth. Right. And that's what I like to tell new makeup artists, you know, if you're good, you could be horrible. Build yourself up to know your worth because we work in an industry where you could do makeup until you're in your 90s. Mm-hmm. We could go mm-hmm. forever. We could be creative. We can change the world uh, because what was so inspiring to me is watching the Oscars and seeing a 90-year-old makeup artist getting an Oscar. I, I was right. sitting there proud on the chair like, I really chose a career that is endless for me. I can be creative mm-hmm. up until my 90s, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I would change is going back and knowing my worth and asking more questions about the industry and how I should conduct myself and, and, and how I should handle business. Because I'm going to say this, we are – 95, we are 5% talent and 95% business, and it shows when you don't know your business how people may deal with you. And I say that all the time. That's my thing. You know, we are – it's all about the business. A lot of these stars, you know, they be like, she's not talented. Yeah, but she's got her business down. That's why you see her on every billboard. Right. So that's – to me, that's the fork, you know, Um and so that's what I would go um, and uh, go back and, and I would change. I would just, you know, mm-hmm. kind of tighten it up. And let me tell you this, what, how I, what, what gave me a pivotal, pivotal moment in my career um, is when Crystal Wright came to Detroit. Uh, Mac had brought Crystal Wright. Y'all know Crystal Wright, um, Crystal Wright Live. Right. She yeah. came and go, uh-huh. she had a class um, here in Detroit, and I brought my book, um, my portfolio, and it was my first time ever meeting an agent for, you know, that represent makeup artists, hairstylists, and all of these people, um, you know, makeup artists, hairstylists, and photographers. And so when I took my book to Crystal, you will not believe this. I had no idea how to arrange my book. Crystal took my book and threw it in the trash can and told me to start over. And she said, you definitely need my book. <laughs> she took my book oh, my gosh. in the trash can. And you know what she said? She said, where's your $40 for my book? Because you definitely need to read it. Oh, wow. And that was another that was another thing that changed. Because we didn't have that. We don't have celebrities in Detroit. We didn't know. You know what I'm saying? We, right. Our industry is so Our industry is so small here, you know. Um, it's so small. So I had to really, really, really work it, you know. Um, and especially working in the mall with all these prominent people coming in the mall, um, you know, I had to kind of finagle my way through, you know, um, for a long time it was, um, how can I say this? Um, oh, Lord, I'm, I'm losing my, um, um, what am I trying to say? Oh, Lord. When people ask for you. Um, uh, when they request you or 
Yeah, when you, you know, um, by name, you know, when people ask, who does good makeup, you know, when people will call you without having a business card or whatever. But anyway. I refer um, you? Can I refer you? Yeah. Yeah. It was all referrals. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking about, referrals. And so that for a long time, you know, it was referrals. But when I read Crystal's book, it taught me about cop cards. It taught me about everything. Like, that book really changed my – I call it the makeup Bible. Mm-hmm. I really do. Oh, it's Crystal's book? Uh, Yes, I call it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, But I'm listening. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say just to go back to what you were talking about. um, One of the things you wanted to change with makeup artists not sticking together. You know, a lot of that. You know, tearing each other down and things like that has a lot to do with um, each individual's insecurities. And I think if people dealt with um, their individual insecurities, I think we can change the industry once we change those people. Um, Because what's for you is for you. And it doesn't matter how much somebody tears you down. It doesn't matter um, what people – people can say, oh, he stole my job. You can never steal somebody else's job because if it's meant for you, it's going to be for you. If it's not meant for them, it's not going to be for them. So I think when people develop that mindset and really focus on what it is that they're talented at, what it is that they can actually, um, what they can actually do in this industry, and just focus on that and not be so concerned with everybody else and who's doing what around them, I think we can we can change the industry just by changing ourselves and being better people. Oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely! I totally agree, um, and and that's the thing we have to. When I meet new makeup artists, I always, you know, I try to create a, an alliance, if that makes sense, an alliance mm-hmm. of us. You know, um, people like you and your sister have, you know, paved the way for us and and set a standard. And what I had to learn is, you know, if you guys set this standard for all of us, I'm not going to tear it down. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go behind you and say I'm going to do this job for $10. No. Right. Mm-hmm. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm going to try to uphold that standard that you and your sister put out. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm right. going to that's withhold that standard. And and I think that's the problem with this newer generation because they're so desperate to, to make a name for themselves and they'll do anything to get there. You know, they'll do anything and – They'll do anything to get to where they need to be, and it shouldn't be like that because then that's when the client comes back and says, well, Keisha will yep. do it for this. Absolutely. And then it's like, in your mind, you're like, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Well, go to Keisha, honey, because I'm going I'm yep. to keep, I'm gonna keep my, my standard, you know? Exactly. Um, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep the standard that you guys put out there for us. Um. Right. And so, but with makeup, so with the makeup thing, um, my approach um, working with different um, celebrities and different women is totally different. And I think a lot of people, um, they get the, you know, the, the two mixed up, you know what I'm saying? Working with celebrities is so much different from working with the, the, the everyday woman. I don't know how you guys approach 
um, your celebrity clients and working with every. Now, do you guys work with everyday people? Because I know you guys have such a busy, <laughs> such a busy schedule. Yeah, we, um, we do. We do. We do work so with your, everyday people. Um, you know, outside of our celebrity work, not as much as we work with celebrities, but we do work with everyday people. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I treat my everyday people the same way I treat my celebrities. Um, now you know, okay. you know, it's a different type. It's a different type of client. You know, the celebrities, but you know, if, when you, a lot of people feel like, oh, when they work with celebrities, they're going to go above and beyond. But you know, what? I'm going to go above and beyond when I work with my everyday clients. You know, they oh, they are paying yeah, clients. You know yep. what I mean? And, and they're they're. Uh, I was going to say celebrities are human, just like the everyday client. So you know, I I I feel like I treat them just the same, even though you when you work with celebrities. Um, you know, they are a different type of client, so there's things that you have to do differently. But for the most part, I treat them all the same. Oh, cool. Me too. But you know what I noticed, though, when I work with celebrities and then when I when I take that same excellent um, level of customer service to the everyday working woman, to, to them mm-hmm. it's kind of overwhelming. It's kind of overwhelming because they'll say, well, why are you lotioning my legs and why are you putting makeup on this? And you put makeup on my corns. I ain't never had nobody put no makeup on my corns. And I said, well, you have to be, you are the total look. We got to do you from top to bottom. And it's kind of overwhelming to them. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. overwhelming. Now, George, you go um, above and beyond because I wasn't doing all that. Oh, I go above. <laughs> let me tell you, I, I'm gonna tell, let me tell you this though. I'm that makeup artist that, you know, sometimes I go a little too above and beyond. <laughs> I have, and my let me tell you this, and I'm gonna jump a little forward with um with um so so I work with you know I work with a lot of um, gospel artists, and mm-hmm. so with the gospel artists, um, you know, when they're in there, it's you know it's so spiritual, and when they're singing, that is a very powerful thing, and all of their music. You know, is when they make CDs, it's done live. It is very traditional as far as musically. But let me tell you, when they are in the spirit and they are in that realm, it is a powerful thing. And you got, you have to have the kind of makeup to keep them together because their body temperature is so high. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have over the years, mm-hmm. I've learned so many tricks to make the makeup waterproof because. When I first started doing Dorinda, all her makeup used to slide off all the time because she'll do one song and then sweated it off. And that's when I discovered, I Googled and I discovered milk, the Milk of Magnesia thing and Dermablend. And so I started using Dermablend and Milk of Magnesia on her to try to keep um, her makeup from sliding off. And so um, I happened to run into Derek Rutledge, which is kind of cool because me and Derek Rutledge actually shares the same birthday, February 24th, which is kind of dope. Shout out to Derek Rutledge. Um, yeah. but, uh, isn't, that, isn't that interesting? I was like when I asked him mm-hmm. what his birthday was, he was like February 24th. I said, oh, my God, it's February 24th. Um, but Derek was the one that told me to take the blow dryer, and he said, break down that, um, that Dermablend. 
And he said, put that milk and magnesia on. He said, it's going to get chalky. So he said, figure out a way to blend it in where, it, you know, it looks like a primer. He said, that use that as a primer because it's going to block the sweat for you. Let me tell you all, after I did Dorinda that, that second time, her makeup was on and she could take pictures after her performance. I was so happy. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was so – it was wow. – but they sweat so bad. But, you know, it's just, you know, they sweat in their clothes. Um, they're just every, you know, a lot of the artists that I, a lot of the gospel artists that I work with are just, they're heavy sweaters because, you know, they're out there delivering people. They're sending a message from God. You know, it's just, you know, it's very powerful. And I actually enjoy working with Christian artists versus um, secular artists because mm-hmm. not only are you getting the word, but you getting, you, you're watching lives be changed right in front of you. It's it's a, it's right. like a miracle. Like it's, a, it's it's I can't even explain it. Like I love watching them just you know just change people's lives, and that's what I like to do with makeup. I love to use my art form to change someone's lives all the time. It just drives me. It drives me insane. I got a quick story. There was a lady that was walking in the mall. I go back to my mall days, and she was just crying, and she just kept walking through the mall and walked through the mall. And I stopped her and I said, um, "What's wrong?" And she had just been crying. I gave her tissue, and I said, "Well, whatever." She didn't really say, and so um, whatever she was going through, I didn't care at that moment. I said, "You know what? Let me put some makeup on you and make you feel better." When I was done with that lady, she started crying more, of course, because she looked beautiful. She said, I never looked this beautiful. And I said, well, does this make you feel better? She said, oh, my God, this makes me feel so much better because this morning my son was murdered, and you made me feel good. You sought to me you sought to me my needs because, you know, I just didn't know what to do. I just said, let me come to the mall and just walk around the mall because I had nowhere to go. And no one to talk to. Oh, wow. And I grabbed her out the aisleway. I grabbed her out the aisleway, and you know that changed her life. Do you know? No lie. Three weeks later, the lady came back with an envelope in her hand. I wasn't at work, and she left the envelope with a card, and she left a, a substantial amount of money for me to say thank you. And it blew me away because at that time I was a new makeup artist, and I had was just starting out. And at that time, I had just lost my car. Mm-hmm. And she put enough money. She put enough money in the envelope for me to buy a new car. Oh wow! And oh, I'm going wow. to leave it at that. It blew me away. Wow! It totally, it totally blew me away. I was like, wow! So when I started working with the gospel artists. I knew, you know, that was my passion, you know, because I like mm-hmm. to see things like that. And I see it all the time with so many people, with them healing people and, and doing th- and different things. And, and I always say I'm the pastor to the pastors because sometimes they go through things mm-hmm. and I have to minister to them right. and encourage them because, you know, they're always um, – you know they're always constantly helping other people, and sometimes they don't have people to turn to them. For they don't have someone to turn to at that moment, and they have their makeup artist. And a lot of people, um, I say, makeup artists, hairstylists, and photographers, and and wardrobe stylists. We are, uh, in most cases, most of our clients' confidants. I have so many secrets I can take mm-hmm. to my grave. I can write a tell-all book, girl. 
Right. So, George, while, while we're um, while we're right at this point, let me ask you about the question for tonight. Um, what excites you about makeup? I mean, I think you've all pretty much answered it almost, but is there anything else that excites you about makeup? I'm going to tell you what excites me about makeup. Makeup heals. Makeup changes lives. And I think that's what my purpose is, is to make sure that I'm able to help people and to change lives. And every day that I wake up and I go and do makeup, I am so excited because a lot, I know for a fact that a life will be changed that day. Right. Whether you know, it's a wedding, whether it's a wedding, whether it's a special event, makeup makes a very huge impact um, on, you know, women's everyday struggles. It does. And another thing that makes me excited about makeup is for so long the African-American woman did not have the kind of proper makeup or makeup artist back in those days to really make them look their best. And it excites me now that African-American women are so into makeup I think it's fabulous because black women, to me, are absolutely stunning. When make, it's amazing the type of makeup that you can put on a, a black woman and, and how the, the brilliance um, in the makeup that you use on them comes out. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what ex- I, it excites me. I love to see our sisters win. And if I can do any way, shape, or form to help them win, I'm there. And for and, and nice. your answer. Pretty much exactly what my answer is about what excites me about it. You know, I feel like makeup is a ministry, and it's um, so transforming. And you know, when you can do someone's makeup and you know you've lifted their self-esteem just a little bit, I mean, I think that makes all the difference. But that's that's what it does for um, for women. And I think we're all ministers in a way um, when you know when we're doing makeup because. Of course, we're the, we're the ones, makeup artists, like you said, makeup artists, hairstylists, whoever, you know, we're, we're servants to them. And, you know, and you know how it is when you, when you serve someone, it's like they're going to give you, I mean, they're going to dump everything on you. And so you have to take that and, you know, and, and basically find a way to uplift them, to, you know, to, to give back to them um, because they're human-like we're human, so we're, when we go through things, they go through things as well. So to do someone's makeup and to sit there and to listen to them um, talk about their day or something that's going on in their personal life, and, you know, you know, sometimes it's, it's great, sometimes it's not great, but, you know, we have to be very careful with our words, how we respond to that, if we respond to that, and so just... Um, just being there for them, even if we don't respond to it or if we don't say anything, but if we just, you know, maybe touch them a certain way or, you know, when they're leaving, hug them a certain way, you know, so that they know, you know, that you that you heard them, that you got them, that you're listening to them and that you're there for them. And I think as artists, as makeup artists, that's what we are to our clients. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 
I, I, I wouldn't say we're servants. I say we are paid psychotherapists because that's what we do. We are we psychotherapists. <laughs> we definitely do that. We are paid. And let me tell you, I just was just telling another makeup artist today, I mean the other day, I said I think I'm going to go back to school and get my uh, my degree into psychology because we're also therapists. Not only are we makeup artists, but we're therapists too because I can't tell you, use it with the makeup, being in the makeup industry, how many marriages I've saved over the years. Right. So I, I wouldn't say we service. I say we're 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 we're, we're psychologists, <laughs> psychotherapists, because we, we deal know, with a lot, honey. <laughs> and you know, one of the things about the industry that excites me, you know, and I totally agree with everything that the both of you have said. But you know, the thing that I, one of the things that I really love about makeup is that we can work in so many different areas. Um, you know how sometimes you might hear. Uh, hairstylists say, "Oh, I'm so I'm so tired of standing behind the chair," um, you know, because Absolutely. you know that means they want they want to they want to get out of the salon and they want to do something different with hair, or something different altogether. But for a makeup artist, you know, we can we can work film and TV, we can work in the theater, you know, we can have bridal makeup businesses. Um, you know, we can go and somebody was talking to me the other day about doing a little pamper party for um, some young girls. You know, it, I think it's a great way to go when you mentor young girls, maybe teenagers, and um, teach them about how to do their makeup, how to properly wear makeup. Um, you can go all over the place with with makeup, and that's one of the things that I love about it. And in doing so, you get to minister to to people. You get to, like George said, he has all you know all the secrets. You get to listen and be that therapist for people. You know, you get to make them. Somebody just needs a needs to be lifted, and you do their makeup, and they look good when they see themselves in the mirror, and it makes them feel good. So all these things that you all talk about, you get to do that in so many different ways. And that's what I like about about the industry. You know, you get to do that in so many different ways. And I know we have people sitting on the line listening, and I just uh, ask you guys as well, especially if you're a makeup artist, what is it about the makeup artist industry that excites you? And you can, if you want to answer, you can give us a call at 914-803-4399. You're already on the line, so just raise your hand. For those who are not, you can call us at 914-803-4399. And let me just, let's and just take a know, quick break. Okay. Well, what I was going to say was another thing that excited me, just to add to what you were saying, also what is also exciting me about the makeup industry is a lot of black makeup artists creating their own makeup and it's good stuff. And that's another thing that mm-hmm. excites me too, with a lot of people mm-hmm. creating their own makeup brands and being their own um, their own entrepreneurship, um, you know, their own entrepreneurs, and a lot of these makeup companies that are really popping up and um, that are really, really, really doing good. Like, um, you know, my best friend is AJ Crimson. His foundation is absolutely amazing. Have you guys used AJ Crimson's foundation? I, I have. I have. First, uh, when he first you, came out with it, yep. Yeah, you know me and AJ worked at Mac together here in Detroit. Oh, He's really? That's right. He Detroit. is from Detroit. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. 
yeah, he originally from um he's originally from um Detroit. So that's one of the foundations that um I love that I have in my kit. Also I like to use um another um entrepreneur that I use a lot of their lip products is Magnolia makeup and it's my friend Nyla from New Orleans. Now Magnolia they have amazing loose eyeshadows and amazing lipsticks. Um, they are just so bright, and they're their own chemists. So they're makeup chemists, actually. Magnolia Makeup. They make their own makeup in house. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. And, oh wow! Yeah. So there, you have to, you definitely have to check them out. And of course, Danessa Myricks. I love her. That's my, that's my heart. I love her new. Um, her her cream color foundation is which is absolutely fabulous. So when I think about another entity that excites me about um, about the makeup industry too is about other makeup artists creating a really 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 great product. Absolutely, so. absolutely. It's a it's a good thing to see so many entrepreneurs because when you when. You know, when you think about it, when you think about back when you first, you know, when you first got in the industry and you first started, a lot of us have been doing it for a long time now. And when you first started, first of all, there weren't many makeup artists at all. And so so you knew who the the celebrity artists were, you know what I mean? And, and you know, you had them coming to the different towns, teaching classes or whatever, and so everybody was always trying to go. Everybody was trying to learn. But now there's so many artists. And not only that, but then we have social media with its strong presence um, in the industry. And so, you know, back then you you had you had some artists trying to do their own brand, but really didn't make a lot of noise until social media came along. That's what really has helped a lot of artists um, get their brands out there. Um, you yeah, know, that's true. It's really helped a lot of artists get their brands out there. So you know, so it's really good to see um, the, the changes that have co- that's come actually in the industry over the years. Good and bad. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about All the right, right. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about FriendsBeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At FriendsBeauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com. Friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818 691 1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. So, George, tell tell us what inspires you as a makeup artist. What in uh, the fact that I have limitless amounts of visions that I can bring to life. I'm a dreamer. I'm a Pisces. You know, we're dreamers, and we can bring 
I'm always dreaming and thinking about what I can do better, what what I can bring to life, what I can create, and that really inspires me to be a makeup artist. The fact that it is an unlimited road that I can go down and be whoever I want to be through makeup and through beauty. Nice. Well, I got a couple of makeup questions for you. So you just talked about okay. um, you just talked about uh, AJ Crimson Beauty, Magnolia Makeup, and Vanessa Myers Beauty. What products can't you live without? Oh, what products I can't live without? Um, I mm-hmm. definitely cannot live. I can't live without my AJ. I love AJ's foundation. I use it all the time. Um, Danessa, I love her Color FX eyeshadows. I cannot live without those things because of the type of clientele that I work. I need something that has that staying power. And um, these are essential things that I have in my kit. And I definitely cannot live without my beauty blenders. I love my beauty blenders. I could take that beauty blender and use it for everything, eyeshadow, blush, foundation powder. It has so many different um, so many different um, ways you can use it because, you know, with, of course with us traveling, you know, over the years, you know, you can your makeup doesn't come in time, you know, on your flight and everything, and you got to make do what it do. And what I have, what I, what I teach a lot of people um, um, when you don't have access to AJ Crimson or Danesso or Magnolia, I teach them how to purchase makeup at the drugstores like Black Opal and whatever, you know, depending on the client, if they're Caucasian. I use, um, back in the day, I used to use Maybelline Matte Mousse on my Caucasian clients. But, you know, those are some essential things that I definitely couldn't live without. Um, and my pink and green mascara, I got to have that too. I use, I carry that everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes, that's one of my favorites as well. What do you think yeah. makes a great what qualities do you think makes a great makeup artist? Definitely um personality and definitely a person who listens and, and understands the client's needs and wants. Absolutely. To me, that's Mm-hmm. You have to know you you know you can be really 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 good, but you know in the industry that we work in, we have makeup artists that are very um, that are very um, you know they come in and they turn their diva on and totally dissatisfies the customer. No matter no, the client, no matter how good they are, the client is not happy. You know, so you have to listen to the client what their needs and their wants. So that's to me what makes a um, a great makeup artist is a great listener. And that's what my sister yep. Talia taught me. She said you have to be a great listener before you do anything. You have to listen. Absolutely. So whenever I whenever I come in contact with a client, the first thing I ask them is I put the ball in their court. How do you want to look today? What are you what what are you feeling mm-hmm. today? How do you want to look? You know? Right, that's 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 a great right. point. So Great point. It's all it's all about that. So Is there a client out there or maybe even more than one that you haven't worked with that you would love to work with? Um in terms um, of maybe the, in terms of entertainment maybe? 
a client that I would like to work with? That's a good question. Um, it's so many people. It's so many people that I that I could say, but somebody that I could. So see, you know, with the client, I kind of go off a of personality. You know, um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who what I who I would want to work with. I'm not gonna say Beyonce because that's what everybody wants to say. Beyonce that had enough. You know, with the client that I would want to work with, there is no specific client. I actually want to work with a new, fresh celebrity that's just starting out, mm-hmm. and I can implement my I can implement my talent and my skills with them to build them up. And create a look. Create and a look. Create for a look. Them. Like I think every yeah. makeup artist wants an artist from scratch. Because I'm going to tell you this, sometimes it's a little frustrating when you have a, a, a big star and they sit in your chair and they've had so many great makeup artists in, you know, mm-hmm. in, in their face that it's so hard to please them, if that makes sense. It's right. really hard. Yeah. Like, you really got to wow them. And that's when I turn my – a lot of the times when I wow them, I turn my personality on. And that's what gets them. They're like, oh, my God, you are so fun. You are so crazy. You have really made a positive day for me. Because I like to create a positive day. When I come, I come with my music, honey. I come with my candles. I come with my sage at the end of the night because I sage everybody. I sage the room down before <laughs> we leave. <laughs> I come with my candles. I come with my because I'm all about good energy. Because working right. in Hollywood, there's always going to be somebody to come and spoil the party, and so that's why I come with positive energy. I come with great music. I have to have my music. If you know me, I gotta have my music. I gotta have music, and I listen to good music. <laughs> I gotta put my Shirley Horn on. I, I listen to Shirley Horn, or I put my Frank Sinatra. And just, you know, totally put the client at ease. Right. Sage the room down. Huh? Yeah, I have to sage the room down, huh? Honey, I will sage you until next year. Because <laughs> I am all about energy. I'm all about positive energy. I don't like no negativity, especially when we're working on set. It makes life so much better when you mm-hmm. set that tone. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. You I set agree. That tone, so. And you have to do You have to set the got... tone for the kind of atmosphere that you like to work in. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You have to do it. Yeah. Well, George, um, before we before we go, um, tell everyone uh, where they can find you on social media. Um, they can find me at official George McKinney, M-C-K-E-N-N-E-Y. Um, I am rebranding myself at the moment, so georgemckinney.com will be available within the, within the next 30 days. Um, I did have a website. Okay. I took it down because I wanted to put up new work. And, and, and show different, um, you know, brand new projects that I've worked on. Um, and, you know, the later, I did some really good stuff. On Geo Perfect 96 on Twitter. I don't know if my phone was acting up for a quick little second, so. Okay. And that's it. That's me. And it's George McKinney on Facebook, and I do have a fan page as well. 
Okay. So they can find me now, there for the new. Uh, I'm listening. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say um, uh, one of the questions that I wanted to ask you is what is your definition of beauty? Um, my definition of beauty. That's a good question. Um, my definition of beauty is someone who understands um, their greatness. Because if you don't understand your greatness, how is your makeup going to look good? You have, I always tell people this all the time, and this is my favorite thing. You got to take care of your inner you before you present your outer you. Absolutely. And my, and my definition of beauty is someone that understands their inner you. Because when you understand your inner you, when you put that makeup on, your outer you shines. And that's my Absolutely. definition of beauty. <laughs> I love it. I don't have I've been around the pastor too much. You're going to have me going to, to preaching mode. <laughs> I'm going to start preaching to you. <laughs> you know, are there any makeup artists out there who you um, really admire uh, their work? Uh, duh. Well, besides those, besides those two. <laughs> oh my God, um, I love my friend. Um, who I love is, of course, is my sister Talia Ashford. I love her work. Um, I love um, Sam Fine, of course. Uh, Derek Rutledge. I love Morell Holland. I love um, uh, Kill Pretty, uh, Tita Moore. That's my good friend. Um, my friend Vonda. Um, Vonda. Um, oh Lord, Vonda is a makeup artist, and I can't even think of Vonda's last name. Lord. Yeah, Vonda. I know exactly. Vonda Moore. Vonda Moore. Vonda Please don't kill me. I just had a brain freeze. <laughs> but I just recently met Vonda, and let me tell you. Fabulous. I absolutely love her. I love J.K. Hunter, too. I heard y'all say, J.K., that's my girl. You know, J.K. can be. Oh, I love, I love, love, love her work. And, of course, Matthew yeah. Anderson. It's, I, could go, I can go on and on and on. Um, but I, I definitely – and A.J., don't can't forget A.J. Crimson. I love A.J.'s work. Um, and um, Sheikha Daly. Sir John, it's just so many artists that I love and so inspiring that I love to just like see their work and everything. But you know, whenever I watch a movie, I always think of you guys because you, you know, uh, the, the twins and Vonda, y'all all do all the movies and stuff. So, you know, I'm always looking at y'all work and just say, oh, wow, that's interesting. And you know what I learned between, you know, film is less is more. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, the mm-hmm. stuff that you guys worked on um, over the years has just been so flawless, you know, ATL and, uh, you know, a lot of those movies that you guys, um, Atlanta, I love that show. It was the bomb. <laughs> so, That's you know, you guys are always, and let me tell you, I have, I, I, I've been nervous this whole phone call because I love you guys so much. And I, I just like, this is so unreal to me. I just, I'm like freaking out on the inside. Like, let me tell you, you made me so nervous. Like, I felt like I, I felt like I'm talking to like Michael Jackson. 
Like you guys oh are the Michael Jackson of the makeup industry. <laughs> I get it because I probably I, feel the same way talking to Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, right, I probably would pass out, but I'm, I'm literally because when you think of of your your heroes in the makeup industry, and when you finally get to meet them, like Billy B and all of these people that have done people over the years, you know, and just to kind mm-hmm. of work alongside of them, or you know, to to see them, you know, when the makeup show came out, that really inspired me because you know the makeup show really put a lot of you know you top makeup well us top makeup artists at the forefront of the industry, you know. Right. Right. That's so true. Yes. So so true. Yep. Hmm. So. If there was one thing that you could do uh to make the makeup industry better, what would it be? Last question. If there was one thing that I could do to make the industry better, hmm. You know what I think, and this is going to sound crazy, that would make the industry better. Um, uh, No, I ain't going to say it. (laughs) I was getting ready to be bad, but no. (laughs) Um, One thing that I could possibly, what what would I want to make the industry better? Oh, that is a really tough question because there's so many, there's so many layers to this question. I'm trying to figure out what's the, the, the right way to go. Um, one thing that I possibly would do, um, and I, I, I think I'm going to go back to sticking together. Like, I really want us to stick mm-hmm. together, like, you know, become an army when it comes to these clients and these corporations because I'm tired of, uh, you know, them walking over us and cheating us and, you know what I'm saying, and, and treating us right. like the lesser part of the day. You know, I just, I think that's what I would change is create a makeup army where we stick together and we create a, a realm where we nobody's budging. Where they can call you guys in your city, they can call me, and we're not budging. You know, we're going to stand our ground. No, you're not going to do us like this. Because a lot of people don't realize makeup versus out of all of it. I know a lot of people may have their opinions about it, but I believe, I know for a fact, I don't even, it's not even a belief, I know for a fact, that makeup plays a major role in, so, in, in the part of the day when we're on set. Makeup is the one that sets it off. They don't care about hair. They don't care about wardrobe. They care about how that makeup looks. And that's what I experienced over the years, you know. Um, and we just have to stick together. That's my thing. Just We've got to stick together. I'm just so tired of everybody just stepping on each other's toes. It's so much, it's so much work out here that everybody, we can all eat at the table. Right. Mhm. That's right. So, and this Absolutely. whole social media thing, you know, this whole social media thing, it's like now it, it shot down the credibility of artists now, you know. We don't have credibility anymore, you know. All these years of me slaving and working hard and somebody that, you know, which is not a bad thing, you know, um, but there's somebody who's been, just been doing makeup for three months, get these major jobs and I've been out here slaving to the rhythm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So mm-hmm. I just want us to like, you know, create a better way for all of us. And just to let these young people know, hey, you know, 
we all have to pay our dues and we all have to learn. Because I love this industry because it's an industry where you're constantly learning. Every day when I'm at work, I'm always learning something new, even if it's from someone else or even if it's something that, from myself. I'm always constantly learning something new from the most complicated things to the most simplest things. I'm always learning something new. And that's what I love about this industry. We're constantly learning and evolving and creating and just being amazing. Absolutely. Now, we're running uh, out of time, but I do see J.K. wanting to say something, so I'm going to bring her on really quickly. I love her. J.K.? Oh, I'm sorry. JK, where are you? <laughs> I know JK's not shy. No. Oh, no. She is a ball of personality. And if y'all don't know who there JK we go. Hunter is, JK Hunter got Nashville on lock. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> guys. <laughs> it just said unmuted. I was talking, but it then it said unmuted. Hi, Georgie Porgy, I love you. I love you too, JK. You know you're my girl. <laughs> yes, you my you my boy. I love you too. Look, I see I see George from everywhere across the country in Nashville at the Cell <laughs> Awards, wherever. Hi, ladies. Where, love um, you all too. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Hey, I'm fine. JK. Hey, what's going on? I'm sitting here listening. You wait till the you wait till the end of the show to to jump on the line and say something. I'm trying to let George do let George do his thing. Let y'all do y'all thing. Okay. You were, I was so nervous. I, I heard you. I heard you. I was like, but I thought y'all already knew each other, all of y'all. No, I thought you knew them. Nope. I if I, if I had known that, I would have suggested y'all interview. I would have suggested y'all interview George years ago. I thought y'all knew each other. Oh, no. Nope. I just assumed. meeting them in the flesh on the phone. You know, this is so cool. See, I'd have uh, passed on I, cell I phone decided, numbers a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I love them. I feel like, I feel like, I, I feel like I'm a triplet now. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, oh my God. I'm a triplet now. <laughs> Well, I don't know I'm, how you're going to be a trip. It's going to have to be, it's going to have to be quadruplets because I'm the third. They're fighting now. We attached ourselves. Right, right. They're fighting now. They're fighting now. Who's going to be the trip? Yes, and, and I heard you say, um, I know that there's a season two of Atlanta coming up. I know y'all did yep. that. March right? Yeah. Yeah. March. March. Okay. Yeah, March I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm. I've been caught up. <laughs> I'm ready for that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and okay. So my serious. questions. But, but I have JK, questions I for George. JK. JK. Before you get yeah. to the okay. question for George, I'm, I'm not sure you're ready for season two. Oh, I'm ready. I don't care how oh, I get on. Oh, I don't care how crazy. I love me some Atlanta. <laughs> I need to be working on this. That's what I should have called y'all. Because I, I love I that know. show. I don't know if anybody's ready for season two. Oh, you, you oh, Atlanta, oh, yeah. 
March 1st, we'll oh. see. Okay, stay woke. I do too. It's a good show. I don't care what nobody yeah, says. It's a good show. I'm gonna tell you what makes it. A, I'm gonna tell you what makes it a really good show. The makeup is great. The makeup is fabulous. The content, the writing, it's it's excellent. Yeah. It's a very well done show. I, I love it. And you know, as makeup artists, you know, we're always looking and studying. You know, when I watch TV shows, it's always homework for me because I'm always looking and mm-hmm. studying and seeing and, and seeing how the makeup is. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting that they did that. And, you know, I'm always learning. Like I was saying earlier, I'm always, always, always learning, 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 learning. But we all learn from each other. Mm-hmm. We are full of learning from yeah. each other. And, and I love it. And I don't yeah. have a problem sharing. But, you know, George, I yes. always, tell, always tell people that um, when you do film and TV, it's all about creating characters. So it's not about, um, you know, this actress coming yes. in and saying she wants this, she wants that. I mean, that's fine that that's what she wants, but it's all about creating characters. And if, and if what she wants doesn't, you know, line up with who her character is, then she doesn't get that. Or maybe she gets a little bit of what she wants, but she gets more of who the character is. So then, so when you Absolutely. so when you look at when you look at film and TV, look at look at makeup like that. Like look for the character. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a good Absolutely. compromise between. It's a compromise between makeup, the actor, the character, the director. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the direction mm-hmm. the the film is going in or the project is going in. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is what I like you know, about with, on set with, TV and film makeup. And you know. With Atlanta, you know they want they want a look of no makeup, um, you know, just yeah. kind of a little raw. Um, like with the the show Step Up that we did, they 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 kind of wanted that Atlanta look. That's one of the reasons why they hired my sister as the department head. Is they wanted the same some very similar look that was in Atlanta. They wanted that for Step Up, you know. So. Mm-hmm. It's, <clears throat> We get a chance to put makeup on some of the, you know, like some of the women. There's one character that that can be made up, and then there's the other characters. You know, it's got to be kind of toned down. And sometimes you see the actresses that have to wear the toned down look. They'll be like, oh, can I get a little bit more of this? Or can I get a little bit more? You know, so it's kind of funny to hear them uh-huh. say that. And you know, my sister is like, well, you know, maybe I might give you a little bit, but you know, not much, because you know, you have to stay with the look because if it's Different from what they it want because that, that look tells a story. So it ha- you have to continue with with how you start, you know. And they might want a little yeah. less, a little bit. And most of the time, it's because they see the other actresses wearing a whole lot more. Well, she's a different character. She's a whole different person than you, you know. And you know, she's the girl, the pretty girl who wears all the makeup, and she's a little older as well, you know. So it's that's how that's the kind of conversations you have to have sometimes with the actresses, with the talent, like. Most of them are most of them are the younger the younger girls who are who are asking for stuff uh-huh. like this. For the most part, your seasoned talent they already know what it is. You know what I mean. So they're not even going to yeah. go there. But some of the younger yeah. girls, you know, they see in, they see some of the other girls wearing more lip color and more shadow, and they want that. You know, but you got to remember who you're playing in this show. You know, so so that's right. the kind of stuff that you have to tell them. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, honey, true. your character is not a cute character. 
you playing a crackhead. Yeah. Right. You playing a crackhead. Right. 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 You can't be the girlfriend of the, of the drug dealer. The drug right. dealer's girlfriend right. is going to be cuter than you. I'm sorry. Right. Exactly. But if you play your part right, you might get an Emmy nomination. <laughs> right. <laughs> like Hadley. That's it. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can, Hallett was a crackhead. You know, Hallett started off as a good old crackhead. All of y'all need to do is go and do a little crackhead part. Be ugly. <laughs> Don't matter how pretty you are. Embrace the ugly. Yeah, you'll be more that's hilarious. <laughs> right. That okay, so what? That's one of the questions I had for George, though. George, are you considering doing film and television? You know what? I got, a, I got, let me tell you this. I got my first case um, of doing act, because I do a lot of television, but it's news anchors. It's, you know, getting up. I used to do um, Carolyn Clifford on Channel 7 here. So it, it, it's a little different um, from, you know, doing action news versus mm-hmm. doing, you know, uh, um, it's a little different. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Uh, from yeah. the two. Um, I definitely yeah. enjoy doing it, um, and that's what uh, Ms. Vonda helped me out with tremendously because when I first uh, – my friend, Diara Kilpatrick, who created um, a pilot called The Climb, she was trying to get a, a pilot on Amazon, um, and she's from Detroit, Michigan, and, and the first person she thought of, of makeup was me. And so this was a humbling experience for me. I, she actually brought me on as um, department head. And so I'm thinking in my mind, because, you know, I work with celebrities. I just come and show up and do the makeup and go. I had never did a department head job. I didn't know the job of a department head. And so on the first day on set, I'm like, okay, come on in here, get your makeup done. Well, on the test day, I said, well, come on in here and get your makeup done. And so the director was like, well, first of all, this ain't music. This ain't a music video because I had the girl, I had, you know, the talent beat down. And he said it's a little different, you know. And so they right. actually fired me. They fired me. I was, I was like, you can't, you can't fire George. You know, I'm George. We can't fire him. But, but, but I told, but I, I was honest, and I said, you know, I never became a department head. And you know what? Um, the the head manager told me. He said, well, would you be interested in becoming third key? I said, oh, absolutely. This is an opportunity of a lifetime, and I'm always willing to learn. And that's when they flew out Vonda um, to be the department head. Um, and it was the first time I had met Vonda. And once I found out who Vonda was, I, it was like Christmas for me. I was like, you were yeah. you was Bernie Mac's you Bernie Mac's personal uh, Vonda Morris. She was Bernie Mac's personal makeup artist. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is this is like so dope. And so Vonda really in those in those two weeks that we worked on that pilot, in those two weeks she educated me on so much. I was sucking it I was taking it in. And she was so gracious because you have those artists that don't give you that kind of knowledge. They just like to sit back and watch uh-huh. you tank and fail. She didn't want to see me uh-huh. fail. She wanted me to see me win and that's why I just fell in love with her because she taught me about so much things that I didn't know that I thought I knew. She taught me about it in depth. Uh-huh. You know what I'm yeah. saying? About, cont- about continuity, um, about mm-hmm. keeping the book, 
you know, keeping the petty cash, keeping the book. It was so much reading the script in detail. You know, read about all of those things that I didn't know about. Yeah, right. So it was kind of dope, you know. Um, And she was just so willing to just give me so much information and just teaching me different ways to warm up the skin and, 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 and not use so much. And she was just so helpful in that aspect. And so that's what really inspired me to really want to start getting more into television. And like you say, creating characters, because that's what I like to do. I like to create things, you know, and it's, it's nothing greater than creating something, you know, seeing something on television that you've created without, with no direction and people trusting your own direction. That's the greatest feeling is to work hard where people trust your direction and, and your talent and, and say, you know what, George, do what you do, do you. And that's the best thing that I do. Do you. And, you know, the best thing that I like to hear is do you, do you. When you hear that do you, oh, my God, I lose my mind and create crazy things, you know. But you got to work hard <laughs> to get to that point. You have to gain the trust of the industry first because it's not always going to be easy, you know. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, you don't get there unless you. All right. What, what did you say? No, what, finish your thought, J.K. I said, I was going to say, you don't get do you unless you made a name for yourself. Absolutely. Right. You don't get to do you until you pay, until you pay those do you dues. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Hey, that's a new one. That's a new one. Yeah. You got to pay your do you do. You have to pay your sure do right you do. do. Because let me tell you this: with social, the way social media, and I'm not, I'm not bashing social media, because those social, the social media artists, brilliant. They are smart and they are making money, and I ain't mad at them. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of them feel like. You know, they can walk in somewhere and they can do them and they get a rude awakening, and that's only from the inexperience. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are inexperienced. They're, you know, a lot of these people are just going off on, on uh, their beautiful pictures, but they don't, a lot of them don't have experience. A lot of them don't have experience yeah. on set and, and different things. A lot of them don't. And it's so funny because I say, wow, this is your first time working on this? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, this is my first time. They found me on Instagram. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy, you know? But that's the time that we're living in, and we have to embrace it, you know? That's a regular conversation the three of us have on a regular basis. Yeah, honey. Ain't no doubt. Right. I had a quickly, quickly, I had a makeup artist call me to, to help them. They got hired for a gig that I previously had. And they called me to ask me to help them. I helped them. I did do the gig with them because they had never done a TV show and they didn't know what to do and how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the it. people, the production company hired them to be over the show. And they had no, they have no idea how to do a show. They don't know anything about the breakdown wow. of a show, how to figure out what the show is going to be. They don't know anything. They don't know anything. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. You were that blessed because I was that person, you know. But this was from yeah. a friend that you know because I know so I'm so connected in the industry. I'm just working with you know you know that we're all so connected, and mm-hmm. so we have a friend. They want to use us because you know they're comfortable with us. They want that energy, you know, from that person, you know. 
And that's when right. you, know, you were my, you know, you were my Vonda. Because Vonda stepped in, and she got me so excited about working up with movies. Now I'm like, wow, this is so dope. Um, you know, it's easy. You know, it's it's so challenging, and I love being challenged. You know, and 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 being pushed to the limit. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a different life than going in and doing the the celebrity stuff. Oh yeah, yeah I, love it. I actually yeah. like it better. I actually, I actually like it better. Yeah, it's longer really hours do. too, but it's it's not it's it's not difficult. It can be done. It's a good environment to be in. You build camaraderie with people that that you don't get to build when you're one celebrity and they're one celebrity and right. they're on stage at different times and you don't have as much right. time to talk, even though we managed to do it, George, <laughs> meeting each other and seeing each oh, other at yeah. different shows. But um, it's yeah. not like Absolutely. being on set and getting and cackling and kicking and right. in between some um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in between getting everything done and touch up, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, right, so right. Um, I I just wanted to be known that I'm ready um, to work um, whenever y'all need me. So call me. I'm, uh, you know, I will be down there. <laughs> Let it be known. Oh, okay. My child is in college. Um, I'm I'm on the move now, so my child is in college. I don't have to worry about her. Yeah, I don't have to find it. You is free, Ms. No Sophia. more babysitters. Free. I'm free, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yes, amen. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we have. All right, guys. I knew y'all were going to wrap time. up. Well, hmm? we have ran completely out of time. I, and uh, but we had somebody still hanging on the line listening to all of us chit chat. So thank you. <laughs> that was um good. You know, thank you guys for. Still holding on the line and listening for those who oh, are you know actually what? on that the line. Kill, that might have been Kill Pretty, Kia, Tita Moore. Oh, Lord. I, I, he just texted me and said, I'm trying to get through. And Kita, Kill Pretty is a uh, fantastic makeup artist. Uh, fantastic yes, Marino. he does so he fabulous work. In. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fabulous. I've seen That's I follow buddy. him. Fabulous, yes. fabulous, right. fabulous. He is. Nice. Yes, does some beautiful work. Mm-hmm. Might have to get him on the show down the road. Absolutely, uh-huh. you do need to. Uh huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get i information from you, George. I'll um, reach out to you, George, and get his information from you. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I guess since we couldn't, yeah, well, this was an amazing experience. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank oh, you. Thank I'm just you. so Absolutely. grateful and thankful. This was such a humbling experience, and to have my friend J.K. with me, it made me feel so much more relaxed <laughs> and so, so much more comfortable. This is my girl. Yeah, she was all over. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Georgie. <laughs> I love you. But you know, George, this this won't George, this won't be your last time now. So just let you know. Uh, okay, normally, well, you know, sometimes we put yeah. panel discussions together and all of that. So you'll be back. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. I'm just, I'm, I'm still just, I feel so honored. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you, JK. Thank you, no problem. I saw you out there tweeting. Yeah, I love so you. Thank you for that. Yep, we love of you too. So everybody, yeah. y'all managed to have a great night. 
Good just night. Rest. I know you work today, George. So. Oh, yeah. I just literally, I'm in my car driving home. I've been working since 8 a.m., so I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So I'm get some exhausted. rest. Oh. All right. We'll, we'll, thank you um, we'll, so much. Absolutely. We'll have to do it again. Absolutely. Thank you. And good night. And good night, J.K. Good night. Bye, bye ladies. Bye. Good night, Jake. All right, bye bye. Okay. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us tonight. We really appreciate it. <clears throat> Thank you to our uh, guest, George McKinney, who came on and shared his story with us. Thank you so much, George. Um, thank you for our listeners all over the world. We have a Texas listener that just keeps supporting and supporting and supporting. For that, we just simply say. Thank you. Um, We'll be back next week, same time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, for more Beauty Talk. I'm sorry, I just want to say really quickly, I just want to say quickly, if I'm not mistaken, I believe we have Zena from Z Palette on next week. Yes, we do. And be sure to follow us on Twitter, our tweet chats during uh, the show. And we're at Beauty. Um, underscore talk and then you can follow us on Instagram for updates on the show as well we're um, beauty underscore talk underscore media and on Facebook we're beauty talk online radio and then you can follow us individually at Janice Tunnell J-A-N-I-C-E T-U-N-N-E-L-L and you can follow me Denise at Denise Tunnell D-E-N-I-S-E T-U-N-N-E-L-L and that's on Facebook Twitter and Instagram All right. Sounds good. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great night. Have a wonderful week. Good night. Good night.